Welcome to John Cook Ministries Podcast. I'm John Cook. Today we are going to continue our study on just a thought on the book of Revelation. Now join in progress, part two of our study. In Revelation chapter 10 and verse 3, it says, And cried with a loud voice as when a lion roared. And when he had cried, seven thunders uttered their voices. He cried with a loud voice as when a lion roared. Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Revelation chapter 5 and verse 5 tells us. It says, One of the elders saith unto me, Weep not, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah. The root of David hath prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. Our Savior is the lion of the tribe of Judah, the king of beasts, if you will. At some point before the end of the tribulation, Jesus will appear to Israel, and the nation will be born in a day just as Paul was saved, born again, on the road to Damascus by a miraculous vision of the Lord Jesus Christ. Isaiah 66, 8 speaks of that time when it will be Israel, the nation, who hath heard such a thing, who hath seen such things. Shall the earth be made to bring forth in one day? Or shall a nation be born at once? For as soon as Zion travailed, she brought forth her children. Israel is going to be born again in that day. In one day, Saul on the road to Damascus speaks of this in Acts chapter 9, and then also in 1 Corinthians 15, 8. He says, and last of all, he was seen of me also as of one born out of due time. The apostle Paul, who was then named Saul, got saved on the road to Damascus by a miraculous appearance of the Lord Jesus Christ to him, just as Jesus is going to do to Israel in the tribulation period. Paul is the picture of that event, the shadow, if you will, of the reality. Israel will be commissioned then to preach the gospel to the Gentiles in the tribulation period. Just as Joseph revealed himself to his brothers, Joseph is the type of Jesus revealing himself to Israel. Zechariah chapter 13 and verse 6 says, And one shall say unto him, What are these wounds in thy hands, thine hands? Then he shall answer, Those with which I was wounded in the house of my friends. When he came to Israel, he came unto his own, but his own received him not. Now, when is this going to take place? Well, that's uncertain. Then the next thing we see is that when he cried, seven thunders uttered their voices. What did the seven thunders say? Well, Revelation 10 and verse 4 says, And when the seven thunders had uttered their voices, John says, I was about to write, and I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me, Seal up those things which the seven thunders uttered, and write them not. We don't know what they, what they said. 
John is forbidden to tell us. Interestingly, this is the only proclamation in the book of Revelation that is sealed up, that we don't know. We can't see. We can't hear. What God doesn't reveal to us is none of our business. Deuteronomy chapter 29 and verse 29 says, The secret things belong unto the Lord our God. But those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. For us, that says, what God has revealed to us is for us and our children, and we're to keep his words. Revelation chapter 10 and verse 5 goes on and says, And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth, lifted up his hand to heaven. He stands on the sea and on the earth. We've already seen that that sea is quite possibly the Mediterranean Sea. The earth that he's standing on is Israel. It belongs to God. But this world belongs to God. This is a signification of making a, a, an, an affirmation of ownership. God is taking ownership of Israel's land. God is taking ownership of this earth. The fact that this earth belongs to God is proclaimed in Exodus 9, 29, when, when Moses said to Pharaoh, as soon as I'm gone out of the city, I will spread abroad my hands unto the Lord and the thunder shall cease, neither shall there be any more hail. Now why? That thou mayest know, Pharaoh, that thou mayest know how that the earth is the Lord's. Do you know that the earth is the Lord's? It belongs to him? But whether you know it or not, it's a fact. Psalm 24 and verse 1, the psalmist David says, The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and the world and they that dwell therein. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verses 26 and 28 says, For the earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof. He's quoting it. But if any man say unto you, This is offered in sacrifice unto idols, eat not for his sake that showed it, and for conscience sake, for the earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof. Now he lifted up his hand to heaven, an act of declaration. Verse 6 says, And swear by him that liveth forever and ever, who created heaven and the things that therein are, and the earth and the things that therein are, and the sea and things that therein are, that there should be time no longer. Time's up. Swear by God himself. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 13 tells us, for when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself. So God swears by himself in that day that this all belongs to him. He swore by the creator of this earth. John chapter 1, verse 1 and 3, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything 
made that was made. You may not believe that God is the creator of this earth. You can believe what you want to, but God says that he's the creator. The scriptures declare in Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 28, Hast thou not known, hast thou not heard, that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. And of course, Genesis 1.1 declares, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. My, how men don't like that verse. Isaiah chapter 45 and verse 18 says, For thus saith the Lord that created the heavens, God himself that formed the earth and made it, he hath established it, he created it not in vain, he formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord and there is none else. That's what God tells us. He's God, he's the creator, he's the Lord, there's none else. Man is not an accident of what men claim to be evolution. Genesis chapter 5 and verse 1 says, This is the book of the generations of Adam in the day that God created man, and the likeness of God made he him. So you see, man was made in the likeness of God. God created man. All things were created by Jesus Christ. He's the creator. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 9 says, and to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world hath been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. Jesus is God. Jesus is the creator. He declares that there should be time no longer. Sooner or later, time will come to an end. There'll be no more delay. There'll just be a closed door. This is a solemn occasion. The world will have run its course and ran square into hell. Time's up. When God declares time's up, brother, time's up. Hey, this is John Cook again. Thank you for listening to the John Cook Ministries podcast on Just a Thought on the book of Revelation. Now, before you go, how about take some time and leave us a comment or maybe a prayer request or... What question do you have that we might be able to answer for you? Let us know how we can help you. And don't forget to subscribe to the John Cook Ministries podcast, and you will get the next lesson just as soon as it is released. Well, we'll say goodbye for now. God bless. Till the next video.